Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm trying to just catch my breath. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Praise God. Well, today I, I want to minister, amen, a message entitled, Let's Get It Right. Let's Get It Right. Can you hit that again? It was just perfect before. Right there. Just boom. Walk away. Just walk away. There it is. Hallelujah. Let's get it right. Amen. I, I want to clear the air of who we are as believers and the vision of PCLV, this house. The meaning of let's clear the air means to remove the elements of hostility, tension, confusion, and uncertainty. Let's clear the air. Let's get it right. Tell your neighbor, let's get it right. You see, part of the vision is knowing who we are. Vision is needed in order for us to get a sense of direction, to know where we're going individually and as a church. We need vision for ourselves. We need vision for our church and for our fellowship. Amen. Our vision is going to be repeated throughout 2023 that our vision for PCLV is win, build, serve, send. Say that with me. Win, build, serve, Sin. Win, build, serve, sin. I want this, I want this in your mind that that's who we are. Last couple of years with all the distractions that have hit the church and through the pandemic and everything else that we have gone through as a nation, as we've gone through as a world, amen. Sometimes that has, de- uh, that, that, that has blind us from what we're here for. You know, sometimes we just come because we just simply want to survive. Hallelujah. I just want to make it. I don't want to go to hell. But there's a vision in the house. There's a vision in this church, amen, and that is to win, and that is to build, serve, and send. Our motto is real faith, real change. Come on, it, it has to be the faith. It has to be our faith in the gospel. Can somebody say amen? So we must keep vision fresh, reminded, and in front of us, for vision to become vision. Crossover, our theme for the year, amen. The vision for the house for 2023, amen. Come on, let me tell you, that is our theme for the house, amen. But when Bill serves sin is the vision for the house always. Come on, come on, you, you guys grabbed a hold of it. And I, I thank you guys for grabbing a hold of Rooted. Somebody say Rooted. Rooted. Come on, you got, you got it, you grabbed, you stood behind that vision. Now it's time to cross over. Somebody say cross over. So we, we got to grab this and I, I, I thank the, the guys in our chat, amen, and the crossover, uh, Joshua, and you guys are reading Joshua, you guys are getting the story, and you guys are standing behind that banner, and that's what we got to do, we got to, we got to have it there, that vision is for 2023 for the house, but the vision of when Bill serves sin is always our vision. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, people perish. 
The eyes are useless when the mind is blind. So we need to fill our minds, church, with vision. We need to put it on the wall so that those that read it would run with it. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 says this, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets or on the wall that he or they or PCLV may run who reads it. Come on, tell your neighbor, just run with it. Come on. We got to run with this. This is the vision. Rooted was a great theme. I mean, the churches that came out for our conference, amen, are still talking rooted. They, 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 they had an experience. God had a, they had an encounter, amen, and, and rooted was a great theme for a lot of us. For some of us, it just kept us rooted to make it to 2023. Come on, it's just a reminder that we need to be rooted in Christ, amen, that when the winds and the trials and the storms and everything that comes our way, amen, we're not going to be uprooted, but we're going to let our roots grow deeper down. But now it's time to cross over. Somebody say cross over. See, we got to understand and we got to get it right, amen. Come on, tell your neighbor, listen up. <laughs> tell your other neighbor, stop sleeping. <laughs> Too many, too many Christians are sleeping today. Hallelujah. Come on. They can be here and not here. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. Some of you guys right now are at lunch right now. We're at church still. Hallelujah. Come on. Tell your neighbor, come back. <laughs> Listen, vision has to be specific. In the last couple of weeks here, starting off in January, we're reminded that that vision is refreshed and renewed in the presence of the Lord. As long as we're in his presence, somebody say his presence, they will be able to see clearly, not fleshly. I need to say that again. Some of you guys didn't get it. We keep it in front of us. We'll be able to see clearly, not fleshly. Everybody go, oh, okay. I got it. You got you to talk to me, guys. Otherwise, you're going to be driving home. Oh, I got it. Stay with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, how many know that we can get in the flesh real easy? Come on, you know what I'm talking about. That old man and that old woman, you know who they are. Come on, they, they, they're not gone, amen. We gotta, they gotta, we gotta crucify this flesh, this old man and the old man that wants to do things, the old woman wants to do things. And so if we keep God, we're in his presence, amen, then we are gonna see clearly and not fleshly. Got it? Amen. Hallelujah. We'll be able to see where we're going. And not be stumbling in darkness. Come on. Come on. Through the course of our walk, there are times when we don't cultivate the presence of God in our life that we start to stumble over things. Come on, somebody. Come on. We start to go back. We start to feel like feelings as Brother Anthony expressed. Amen. That you know what? I feel not here. Part of why? There's not a cultivation of the spirit of God. When we start to feel like that, then the enemy comes. And what he can do is start to whisper lies. Amen. Come on. I'm not here to put you on blast. I'm here to just say, man, we got, we, if we expose the enemy, then we can defeat the enemy. Hallelujah. He could have said nothing, amen, and stood there because it takes boldness to say, you know what? I'm going through a season. I'm going through a storm. I don't have it all together, amen. I have some problems. I have some issues. I need Jesus. I need prayer. I need something. I need to tell the devil, you're not going to have me no more. So expose him. Can somebody say amen? I don't want to stumble in darkness no more. 
Come on, we, 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 I don't want to stumble in those things, those unclear areas. If I stay in the presence of God, then I can see clearly. Amen. We can't be living in the dark. We're supposed to be living in the light. We are the children of light, church. The devil surrounds us with darkness. Every day, every, every, he's trying every opportunity to surround you in darkness, whether it's on your job, at home, your neighborhood, wherever you're at, church. Come on. We're surrounding the darkness. And when he brings darkness, church, he always brings tension, confusion, uncertainty, which brings hostility. Come on. We start to fight when we're in the dark. Come on, we start to fight in our homes. We start to fight in our marriages. We start to have fights within our, our children and everything else. The light clears the air of who we are, church. Come on, not only do we need to get it right, but we need to live right. Come on, somebody say hello. Come on, just like I said, church, you can have all this knowledge. You can go to these classes, have all this understanding, but if you're not applying, then all you have is knowledge. But when you start to apply it, then you have authority. When you start to apply it, then you are powerful. When you start to apply it, then you are an overcomer through the blood of the Lamb. You start to apply the Word of God, and He gives you victory. All of a sudden, you start to get spiritual muscles. Oh, don't make me take this shirt off. Hallelujah. <laughs> My wife wouldn't want, to, want me to do that anyway. She's probably watching online right now. You get, to, you get to flex out for Christ. Otherwise, the devil says you're just a wimp. And so instead of being who we are and strong, we start to show our weaknesses. That I can't do it. I don't belong. I don't want to be here. You start to get all the lies of the enemy. Why don't you just go? No one likes you. <laughs> you ever got that one? Hallelujah. Come on, get out. Get out. You stink. <laughs> I'm, go I'm going too deep now. Amen. Hallelujah. But the devil lies to us. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, we got to understand. We got to apply what we learn. We got to apply the word of God. When we start to apply it, then we can start to live it. Let's get it right. Come on, tell you never get it right. First John chapter one, verse five and seven uh, through verses five and seven says this. This is the message we heard from Jesus. And now we declare to you, God, somebody say God, God is light. And there is no darkness in him at all. Amen. At all. So we are lying. Listen. We are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, somebody say the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us. From all sins. Amen. Tell your neighbor, stay in the light. Amen. See, in the light, amen, we receive forgiveness. In the light, through our mistakes, we can call out to God and He forgives us. It's in the darkness the devil lies to you and says, Don't go back. Keep on doing it. Forget it. You're, you're defeated. All this other lies, amen, but we have to live in the light. But listen, church, light represents what is good, pure, true, holy, and reliable. That's who God is, and that's who we need to be, church. Darkness represents sinful and evil. That's what we need not to be. 
The statement that God is light means that God is perfectly holy and true, and he alone can clear the air and guide us out of darkness of sin. Somebody say, let's get it right. Come on, we, we, we can't, we're lying if we say we're saved. We come to church, but tomorrow morning or tomorrow throughout the week, you start living the way you want to live. Hello? Come on, you can't just say hallelujah on a Sunday. Praise the Lord, brother. And then you're cussing out somebody tomorrow. Oh, come on, somebody. Don't, don't. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to behave. Hallelujah. We got to get it right. How can we say we're going to church on Sunday, Saturday to your friends and family, and then Monday you're acting like a devil? We're lying. That means that if we follow the light, then we have to be the light, church. Come on, I'm not saying that we don't fall short. We all fall short. Come on, somebody say amen. We're not perfect. Even Paul says, I don't got this together. I don't have it all together. Even in my, as I stumble, my, my thing is to forget what's behind me, and I go forward to what's ahead. I keep going forward. I keep going towards Jesus. I keep fighting this fight. I, I keep running this race. Amen. I'm going to keep on going to God says it's over. I don't stay in my sin. I get up from my sin. I don't stay in the darkness. I get into the light. And so if we are children of God, then we need to understand you can't do that anymore. You can't live like that anymore. You can't say those things anymore. Come on, somebody. Let's get it right. Church, if we think we, we're doing right because we come to church, and I give my tithes. Let me tell you, you can't pay your way to heaven. Tithes belong to the God anyway. I mean, you're not doing God no favor when you give your tithes. It already belongs to God. So you can't say, well, look at what I tithe. No, that's what, look what I give back to God. That would belong to him. <laughs> Come on, you don't take any credit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, when you start to give beyond the tithe, now you're starting to understand it. Now you say, okay, this belongs to you, but I want to give this too. Now you're open. That's when he says, now the floodgates are open. I'm going to flow out. So the tie belongs to the Lord. Don't pat on your back and say, oh, look at how much I gave. No, no, no. That belongs to God. Come on. We, we, we got to understand it has nothing to do with you. It's all about him. So get your focus off you. Get off your little high chair. Lower yourself down and say, it's about God. Amen. Are you with me? Come on, it, it, I, I, we need to just properly, we, we need to get it right, church. It's him. It's, it, I, I don't want no glory. I don't want nothing. I want to take my hands what rightfully belongs to God. I'm here as an instrument. He says, deliver it. I'm the newspaper boy. I'm just throwing out some news. Amen. And if it hits you in the face, it hits you in the face. Hallelujah. Come on. Got to pay attention. Catch it. Somebody say, I'm going to catch it. See, light also relates to truth that in the light... It exposes whatever exists, whether it's good or bad. In dark church, good and evil look alike. In the light, it can be clearly distinguished whether it's good or bad. In the dark church, let me tell you guys, unless you, you got to separate the two, amen. Just as darkness cannot exist in the presence of the light, sin cannot exist in the presence of a holy God. Let's clear the air. 
If we want to have a relationship with God, we must say, I must. We must die to self, church, and put aside our sinful ways, amen, and, 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 and in order to cross over to the promises of God. Sin cannot cross over, church. I said sin cannot cross over. If you're still stuck on the other side of the Jordan, it's because you're still living in the way you want to live. Come on, we can't just claim who we are. We got to be who, who, who we claim to be. And then once we start to do that, then we can make the crossover. We can start to jump into the promises of God and what God wants to release inside of us. Because if, if the truth is inside of us, is the truth inside of you? Come on, raise your hand if the truth is inside of you. If the truth is inside of you, then the truth what? Sets you free. free. Come on, somebody. Grab a hold of that. Come on. John 4, 6, 14, 6 says this. Jesus answers, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. John eight thirty six says, if the Son sets you free, then you are truly free. You're free. You're free, church. Somebody say, I'm free. Come on. We sang that song, right? I am free. I am free. See, we can just sing it as a song, but do you be truly believe that you're free? Come on. If you're saying that, then you're still bound to nicotine, then you're not free. Come on. If you say that and you're still bound to liquor, then you're not free. Come on. When you can say I'm free because you know that you're free and the blood of Jesus sets you free, then you are free indeed. Amen. Christ is inside of you. Come on, so if God is truly living inside of you, and Jesus is living inside, then he's working on the outside, right? Jesus on the inside, working on the outside, amen. Come on, oh, come on, what a, what a change in my life. He brings change when you truly are depositing Jesus inside of you, then he brings a change on the outside of you. You can overcome struggles, amen. You can, the chains of bondages can be broken off your life, and then you are truly set free. But you got to be consistent. See, that's our problem. We're, we're not consistent. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we're not consistent in the things that we need to do. So you got to continue to let Jesus be on the inside of you. And that means you read, you pray, you come to church, you serve, all the things that we need to be doing. Come on, you got to have Jesus inside of you for the change to continue and the process to continue on the outside. Right? We're, nobody here has arrived. Nobody. You can look at me and say, man, pastor, God sit together. No, I don't. I can bring my wife up and she can testify. <laughs> Come on, we, we fall short. I'm striving to get better. I want to be a better pastor. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better grandfather. I want to be better in all areas, a better employee. Whatever it is, I, I, God, I, I lack. God, I, I fall short. God, I got to keep crucifying that flesh. I got to deposit you inside. I got to read your word. I mean, right now, Joshua's just stirring my spirit. Amen. Come on, because that's who we are as a church right now. We're about to cross over church. We're about to get a great victory in Jericho. Amen. And walls are coming down, church. You really don't understand what God is about to take us to, church. But we got to be consistent. Come on, we can't just show up one Sunday and think, hey, I'm here, hallelujah, give me my star, Jesus, hallelujah, and then we don't see you for another three weeks. Come on, there's something wrong, amen, when that's happening, amen. You got to come. Come on, you're not attending for me. You're not coming for me. You're coming for him. 
Come on. Remember when you were in, in, a, in school, amen, or, or even a, in a Sunday school, amen, each Sunday you came, you had a little star. You're like, man, look at how many stars in a row. And now we got one star and boom, missy, missy. Oh, there's another one. Missy, missy. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> and then you wonder why you're going through the struggles, why you can't have victory, because you're not consistent. Tell your never get consistent. Tell yourself, get consistent. Nobody's even saying nothing. Nobody. <laughs> Tell yourself, I need to get consistent. It starts with you, church. It starts with you. Hallelujah. Listen, to claim that we belong to him and then go on living uh, for ourselves is a lie. And Christ, listen, Christ will expose and judge those who do that. He always does, church. You think you can get away with it? You're not getting away with nothing. Come on. See, once we know who we are, then we actually need to know where we're going. Right? Amen. In order for us to be successful, we need to know God, our God-given vision. We need to clear the air, church. Tell your neighbor, get it right. We need vision. We need understanding because without it, church, listen, we perish. Without it, we're walking in darkness where we need to be walking in the light. We need to clearly know what God has called us to do as a fellowship and as a church and individually as well, church. Come on, uh, knowing what we're called to do and knowing what we're not called to do. Because we are not called to do everything, church. Come on, somebody say hello. Come on, but narrowing our focus to what we at PCLV are called to do. I know that I'm not called to start a men's and women's home. Come on, uh, that's not my calling. That's not PCLV's vision. Now, there are churches out there. That's their vision. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Come on, I, I know that I'm not called to start a, a homeless shelter. We are called to win, build, serve, send, church. We win through evangelism, sharing the gospel. We build through discipleship, teaching the gospel. We serve in the local church, being the gospel. And then we send a couple or individual to plant a church, work the gospel. That's our calling, church. Let's get it right. In Luke chapter 4, 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that the captives be released, and the blind will see, and the oppressed be set free. He has anointed PCLV to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He has sent us, amen, to see the captives released, amen, and those who are blind to see, and that the oppressed get set free. Matthew chapter 28, 18 to 20 says this. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go. Somebody say go. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands. Somebody say all the commands that I have given you. And be sure of this. I'll always be with you always, even to the end of the age. We are here to go to every city, every nation preaching the gospel church, baptizing them in the Father and in the Son and the Holy Spirit, making disciples. Come on. Vision has to be specific. If we, we have to clear the air, church. If we are clear, then we will be successful. 
The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Let's get it right. Listen, as I'm going to say again, we can't do everything. If you're trying to do everything, doing this, doing that, going there, you're you're going to get tired and you're going to drop out and you're going to start complaining and you're going to start murmuring just like the children of Israel did. Right? They wandered and wandered because they're trying to do everything. We're not called to do everything, church. Trying to do everything, listen, is the enemy of true vision. Trying to do everything is the, vi- is the enemy of true vision. We must be and do what God called PCLV to do it, uh, to do and do it with excellence. Come on, we must trust that we are doing exactly what God and, uh, uh, called and what he graced us to do. Listen, church, we belong to a big body. A huge body, church. Come on. Uh, if we're not doing something here in this church at PCLV, listen, another church is. Come on. But we have to do our part. Somebody say my part. See, in 1 Corinthians 12, 14 to 18, it says this. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I'm, I'm not a, a hand, does that make it any less part of the body? And if if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I, I'm not the, the eye, would it make it any less part of the body? If the whole body was an eye, how can they hear? If the whole body was an ear, how can they smell? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. And then if you go down to verse 27, it says, all of you, somebody say me, all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you are part of it. We all have a part, church. We're not supposed to all do it all. Everyone has a part to do. Even in this church here of this body, everyone has a part to do. And we just got to do it with excellence. Can somebody say amen? You see, we cannot mimic or copy what other churches are doing or other ministries are doing. They have fought for that ground. Come on. That is their calling. Come on. I have to do what God has called me to do. We have to do what God called PCLV to do and then build on that call. We have fought for this ground for 22 years and counting church. Uh, come on, we have fought, amen. We're established. What you see right now, the worship and everything that's taking place right now is because we have fought for this ground. It started with my wife and I, and we're still fighting for this ground for you. And now it's for you to join in on the fight and say, you know what? Nothing's going to rock us. Nothing's going to stop us. We're going forward. We're about to cross over. Can somebody say amen? If I try to mimic another person's vision, I am going to fail. If we try to mimic other churches' vision, then we will fail. We have to do what God has called us to do. Tell your neighbor, let's get it right. Come on. If Don't come to me and say, Pastor, Pastor, they're doing this and that over there. Praise the Lord. That's what they're supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to do what they're supposed to do. I'm not supposed to be who they are. That's their calling. That's their vision. We have a vision. Praise the Lord. You're part of the body. Thank you for doing your part. Amen. We're going to do our part. Can somebody say amen? Now, God can birth a ministry within the church, amen? Come on, he can, he can build it through you, but that 
Ministry is to fulfill the vision of the body of this church. God, we have to stay true to the vision. You have to stay true. We have to stay true to the vision that God has given my wife and I for our church. I'm sorry. He put me as a boss. Amen. <laughs> I can't change it. You got to take it up with him. He put me here. There has to be a leader, church. Just like Joshua. Joshua was a leader. Joshua took over the commands of Moses. Amen. He served God faithfully, and he served under Moses faithfully. And now God brought him to promotion. And now he's established himself because of his faithfulness. Now others will follow him. That's why they say, whatever the Lord told you to do, Joshua, we'll do it. Come on, go get, go get, do your provision. In three days, we cross him and get it right. Get some things, consecrate yourself. And so they simply did that because this time they were crossing over as a church. Amen. Come on, there was no murmuring, there was no complaining, there was nothing. Amen. We got it. We're, we're, we're behind you, Joshua. Go ahead. You say the word. Whatever God told you, we're going to follow you. Amen. See, this is what we need. Is we, let's get it right, church. Come on. There's, there, there, there's one in charge, and you're looking at him. <laughs> you are. If you don't like me, go, go under somebody that you can like. Amen. Hallelujah. But this is who I am. And if you really know me, you'll know my heart. And my heart is for good intentions for you as God is, has good intentions for you. My, 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 me and my wife want to see you succeed. We want to see you overcome. We want you to go do greater works than what we are doing here. That God will launch you out to do something for the kingdom of God. And let me tell you, if you're faithful, we'll back you up. We'll send you out like we send Joshua, amen, or Caleb or whoever. We will send you. You be faithful. Tell your neighbor, stay faithful. Stay faithful. Hallelujah. Tell me, tell your neighbor, he's just telling you because he loves you. <laughs> I love you guys. Amen. Come on. There's only one you, church, uh, and you got to do what God has called you to do. Amen. Uh, come on. We got to do what God has called us to do, and that is win, build, serve, send. Win, Come on. That's what it is. Anyone tells you, what's the vision of your church? That's what you tell them. In our model, how do you do it? Real faith, real change. Pretty simple. Can, can somebody say Amen. See, vision begins with God. Vision comes from God. When vision is from God, it will be generational. It will continue to pass down to the generations after us, to our children there in Sunday school right now. We're going to pass this down to them. Come on, church. When it comes from God, it will be so big that we can't accomplish it by ourselves. It can only be accomplished through God. Vision has to be defined. It has to be clearly communicated and easily understood. I'm trying to bring it as simple as possible to you guys. What our vision is, who we are, who God is, and what we need to be as children of the light. Amen. I'm trying to communicate something that you can understand and you can walk out today. Amen. And say, you know what? I know our vision. I know where we're going. Amen. Don't walk out. I hope you don't walk out today and say, man, that was confusing. I hope you don't do that, amen. But let me tell you, if there are certain things that you're not clear about, come to me. And I'll clear the air. Because I want you to get it right. I don't want you to walk, conf walk out confused. Because confusion is not from the gospel. Confusion comes from the enemy. Come on, he's, he's the accuser of the brother. And he's, he's, he's the one that throws the accusation. He's the one that causes all this. He's, he's the father of lies. 
I'm not trying to lie to you. I'm trying to bring it out clearly to you that you can understand it. I, I try to put it on the wall that you can read it and you can run with it. Just like Rudy was there, Rudy, you know, we, we get excited now. Man, crossover, you know, this is even bigger. Do you, do you really, you're not going to comprehend it. I'm telling you, it's going to be built up all the way to our conference in September that what crossover really, 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 really means. It's big. <laughs> and only God can do it. It's so big. I, I, I don't, I, he's just dropping nuggets every day. I wake up I'm like, ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's good. Holy Spirit just dropping stuff on me. I'm like, man, I want to preach it right now. But he said, no, that's for the conference. But I'm going to give you some stuff along the way for them. We've got to establish who we are first. We've got to know our vision. Otherwise, you're going to stumble in darkness, church. And I don't want nobody, nobody left behind. I don't want nobody stumbling in darkness here. And so if you're confused about something, the devil's lying to you. Come to me and let's just clear the air. That way you get it right. Amen. Come on. I won't, I will never try to lie to you or anything. I will tell you, if you stump me, I'll say, you know what? I don't know. Let me get back to you. And I'll get back. I'll, I'll talk to the Lord. And I'll come back to you and I'll talk to you. I'll try to help you. The Holy Spirit is the one that just helps me unfold things, church. I don't have it all. Come on, I have no degrees. I have nothing hanging in my office, church. All I got is a person that loves the Lord, amen, that's Holy Ghost filled, amen, and that's all I need, hallelujah. Shatarabako. <laughs> Woo! I'm graduated from the, from the Holy Spirit, amen. That's, that's, that's my teacher, hallelujah. Come on. We're here to win the loss, build through discipleship, serve in the local church, send or start a new work, amen, or a new ministry. We're here to focus on the vision for 2023, the new banner, the new scripture, and that's the crossover church. God has gave us this vision, and we have to trust him with it in order for vision to be true vision. I hope you trust what I say to you. I hope you, you understand that I seek God for the house. I'm, I'm the apostle of this house. This, this, this house flows in the fivefold ministry, church. It's getting established. And when that fivefold ministry is established in the house, then it flows with power. Come on. Let's, let's follow that. Let's just walk in it. Let's be that. Come on. You know the, you know the fivefold ministry? Apostle, pastor, evangelist. Pastor, teacher, huh? What? Prophet, teacher. Fivefold ministry church. We have that operating now here. And when we do this and unfold this and walk in it, then we can start to fulfill vision. And you can start to get your breakthrough. Can somebody say yes? Come on, let's all stand up. Thank you.